Welcome to Maelstrom Radio Presents, Here With Me, a series about the stories people want to share about their journeys with mental illness, trauma, and negative thoughts. We are not professionals, nor are we a substitute for their professional diagnosis or treatments. Please enjoy, Here With Me. Uh, with me today, I have Arsian, uh, who is a friend of mine who wants to discuss uh, some of her life experiences and everything that she deals with. And I want to welcome Arsian. Hi, Arsian. Hi, great to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> since I'm talking about all of this horrible nonsense. So I ultimately, I think it'll it'll be good. Probably to, be for the best. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. what, you know, you've already, you, you've always kind of alluded to much like me, like we've both, I, I, you know, not great lives. So what, what exactly, I mean, I don't know if you want to go into complete detail, but like what, what sort of, uh, crap did you deal with? Uh, uh no, I'm entirely willing to talk about it. Um, I had two working parents who tried very hard, but were not there quite a lot of the time. And growing up, you know, mentally ill in the early 90s was not exactly a fun experience. Um, I also have a brother on the autism spectrum, so he had his own needs. And while, you know, I don't blame my parents for putting that as priority over me a lot of the time because he really did need the extra help dealing with the Department of Education, getting AIDS and whatnot, um, I was a pretty awful unmanageable kid. I was very difficult to raise. My parents didn't know what they were doing. I was um, actually pretty violent a lot of the time. I got suspended for fighting a lot just because I did not know what was going on in my head or how to handle it. And my mother, well, my mother deals with and has always dealt with her own personal issues. Um, She had a fairly broken family growing up early divorce, messy divorce, four other siblings with various problems. Um, My grandfather was, well, textbook narcissist, basically, and that really affected his kids. And in turn, that really affected me because my mother internalized all of that. So we had a very rough relationship growing up, and we that has been a thing up until, I don't know, the last year or two ago, because we're old and tired, and we just don't want to fight anymore. But... Basically, I did not have the resources or the stable home environment to really deal with what was happening to me for a very long time. And it sucked. It really, really sucked. So, you know, I had the... My brain is not fucking working, plus the whole emotional and verbal abuse component. It was was a bad time for basically everybody involved. (laughs) Even on the periphery. I I get that. Yeah. I, I really do. I think so far you you share almost mirroring my story. And I just want to state for the record that contrary to some people's belief, money does not insulate you from any of that. It doesn't. <laughs> no, because um, 
my my family has felt fairly well off, but we weren't always. And things did not get better once we were more financially stable. If anything, they got worse. So, yeah, money does not buy you psychological stability, unfortunately, which is why I'm, you know, 27 and on seven different meds. <laughs> money does not buy happiness, clearly. It does not. <clears throat> I mean, it has diminishing returns. Yeah. But, yeah, bad upbringing. Uh, same uh, brother. I don't. My brother's not on the autism spectrum, but he did have a learning disorder. He had ADD, and mm-hmm. uh, my parents gave him more attention. And my parents also constantly fought to try to save their marriage. So for me, I was. I, I didn't get into fights. I was a very patient, but I was also very reserved, and I just held everything in because I was very like. <laughs> I'm not, I was never a dumb kid, like, at eight years old, it was like, mom, dad, fight, I know what's going on, <laughs> like, like, and, yeah. um, so I just read, or played video games, and kept to myself, and never, you know, asked for attention, I just let them give it to themselves, or my brother, so, I completely get that, and we're not too far away in age, uh, so, you know, I completely understand, like, no, I think you're a few years older, I'm a few, yeah, I'm a few years older, but, so, yeah. like, in the 90s, like, growing up, having, a broken home life not knowing how to deal with it basically yes uh we do differ in one respect i think and you know it's personality honestly um i was really aggressive and confrontational for a long time so when i was pushed to do things i would push back and it never ended well so you sat and read and i i thought (laughs) and it made things worse so don't do that kids do not be me on the on the flip side of things i you know when i got older as i was constantly telling myself i'm not gonna be my dad i'm not gonna be my dad i'm not gonna be my dad i became my dad like and and like i had this 10-year gap of god sam it was always i'm never gonna be my mother i'm never gonna be my mother she's fucking awful and i fucking despise her for the record i don't she's just a very flawed person who was dealing with a lot of shit much like me but it was always i'm never gonna become my mother and then, you know, she's like, call me ASAP via text. And I pick up and I'm like, is somebody dead? So, yeah, I'm becoming my mother. <laughs> I got. Yeah. It, it caused me to. What happened was eventually I, I it got became desensitized of not having anybody around to give me any sort of family love. And I, I was abandoned so many times that I just, you know, I'm going to be abandoned. I'm, I'm I don't deserve love, you know let's just eject people out of my life so anytime somebody came got close to me or was getting close to me or if, even in my relationships if i ended up dating somebody like eventually i would figure out like how to sabotage self-sabotage the relationship or i would i would yeah. find people who were needing of me like i felt like need was love instead of love like oh i, I need you in my life okay no problem i can be there and need replaced what love was and that's yes, clearly this is a stable relationship yeah it was none of them were none yeah um were. i actually i ruined both of my past relationships and a lot of friendships beside um because i have a tendency to you know when really stressed and anxious get so paranoid to the point where i'm detached from reality and it's just like all of you are talking behind my back all of you hate me and are plotting against me none of you will fucking admit it because all of you are fucking lying to my face because none of you have the spine to fucking say anything about it and then i just start lashing out people who are trying to help me and it does not i've i've heard a lot of people that way and i really don't want to be that person anymore 
So that's basically what I've been dealing with, mostly mental health-wise for the last few years, is not fucking hurting people. Like, you know the emotionally toxic friend that everybody warns you about? The manipulative abuser asshole? I was that person for a very long time. The difference is, um, I'm just aware of it and trying not to do that because it's a shitty goddamn thing to do and it's a shitty kind of person to be. I, uh, you're preaching so you know <laughs> basically tldr i have to fight not to be the asshole it is uh it is which a, it sounds self-pitying but it's hard it's true it's hard it's a hard it's a hard fight like my my therapist has me do uh, like a form of cognitive uh like something to do like trying to stop start breathing and just try to pay attention to my body and and like my like my visual my sense mindfulness yes and split my mind yeah. into those things so i can start realizing and get in touch back in touch with my body so i can feel how to resonate with myself and then also try to resonate with others so that is wild because she was like it's harder to do when you're walking but knowing me, I was like, no, I got to fire my belly. I, I had my talk with my dad. We got past that. We diminished my, my dad issues. I'm, I'm, I'm raging. I'm raging. I'm going to do it. I started doing. Uh, yeah, you uh, did. Um, You did mention that you'd spoken with him recently. Yeah, I, and, and I did. I, and it's it, We're on an undisclosed server. I'm not, not like I'm trying to keep this parts of it. Uh, no, that's uh, We. um we um we sat down and chat and he owned everything so when i went back to therapy and she didn't think i was going to do that that quickly she thought maybe it was going to be like two months out three months out and she was shocked like she grabbed tissues and started crying herself because the first the the day i she suggested i talk to my father i told her i wanted to banish the darkness in my life and her tears like she welled up and then when i came back i said i talked to my dad and she's like what, what do you mean and i was like i actually talked to my dad and he owned everything and she's like you're kidding i explained everything he said and she grabbed tissues and gave them to herself <laughs> she, she didn't expect, oh wow she didn't expect that and i started tearing up myself and and rightfully so because it's been so many 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 years it's been a struggle yeah and my dad even told me he's like that darkness in you son he's like everything that you've been about everything the the getting rid of people out of your life he's like that's me that's not you he's like and and he felt terrible like he even told me he's like i'm so sorry that i that's what i did to you because you lost many years and probably many great people in your life and that was so hard to hear but so cathartic to hear at the same time because he was right. I did hurt and 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 get rid of some amazing people in my life, and it was nice to hear that he's like that's my fault. Like ultimately, it was his fault. Like I I did the actions I carry with me as my, why I'm not gonna be that person ever again. But right, yeah, man, it was such a hard hitting like it like punched me in the chest. Fucking difficult, yeah. So hard, <laughs> so hard. I had a similar conversation with my mother, so I do know that feeling. All I ever wanted to hear from her for years was, yeah, I was a bad parent. There were things that I absolutely should have done differently. I didn't know. I fucked up. I'm sorry. And yeah, it was fucking brutal, but fucking cathartic. So I do know that feel, and I'm really glad that it went well and that he 
you know, owned up to it as it were, and that you guys can hopefully move forward from here to something better. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good. I think, you know, as, as I move forward, I, I do want to have a relationship with him because he's changed. He honestly has changed a lot. And, um, yeah, <clears throat> it is, it is crazy to think it is. Cra- and I'm, I'm glad, you know, you, you wanted to do, have this talk because, because um, we, like I said, it's almost mirroring in some in a lot of aspects. So is it? Yeah, we that, do. I'm glad that Parallel. we can b- b- bounce off each other with us. Um, it's like, hey, let's talk about our respective parent issues. <laughs> yeah, no, um, we do have a lot of similar background in some ways. Y- yes, uh, even even down to the states and what. <laughs> Can I just say fuck Florida? I'm sorry. No, I hated yeah. living there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know my you know my stance. You know my stance. Uh yes, yes I do. <laughs> so um yeah, so it's it's not easy and it's and it's hard because and, t- and and tell me if I'm wrong, but there's always like this little part of you, right? There's like this small voice or this small like deep down in you that's like you shouldn't be doing this and you try I think I like for me I tried to battle it like I think I, there was times where I was trying to like like recently I hurt somebody and they were the impetus why I went there and me, yeah it's like why are you fucking doing this you're never going to change and it was always like this isn't normal like but my desensitization I was like this is my normal but the little voice is like what you're doing isn't normal yeah so I don't know I think I may be thinking if you know a slightly different internal monologue. Mine is a bit more, you know, negative, I guess. Uh, I mean... It's like, why are you bothering trying to be a better person? Because, you know, this is part of your core personality. <laughs> that that was... You are the, not going to succeed with this. That, but, you know, I have to try. That was the bully voice. <laughs> that was the other voice in my yeah. head. Yeah. Like, you're an asshole. <laughs> be an asshole. And, uh... It's like, but, everybody hates you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you don't need love. You don't deserve Like, get that out of here. <laughs> so. It's like, you're a horrible fucking human being. Don't bother with this. Everybody will just rightfully despise you anyway. Which is completely not true. And just absolutely ridiculous catastrophizing that I have to arrest. Right? <laughs> it's- yeah, it's, it's absurd that it's still there. And... Like I wake up and I'm and then every day I'm like I'm right, I'm gonna go to the gym like I go Monday Wednesday like I go to the gym now I I'm just, I'm on my diet like I'm trying to like I'm trying to make all these positive changes so I consistently have like focus and light and 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 keep telling myself like I deserve people I deserve the people who are coming to do these these episodes with me and the people I surround myself with and I deserve all of them and you do. Definitely. Thank you. And and it's 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 amazing that we can look back, like I can look back and say, God, I was a dick. But but, but then at the same time turn around and look forward and say, but there's so much more for me on the horizon that I, I gotta keep going that way. Yeah. And like I was terrible, but I've gotten better, and there's so many other opportunities stretching out ahead of me. Like, shit, how can I not continue to try? Exactly. And yeah. it, it feels so good, like, when you wake up and you're like, all right, I'm going to try a little little bit more. Like, not even like I'm going to 
do all these amazing grand things like it's you know baby steps but those baby steps mean so much to somebody like us where where it's, yeah it's like hey i got out of bed today <laughs> yeah it's like i'm not quite there yet it's oh i'm awake i'm still alive that's okay yeah <laughs> yeah I, I had a lady i used to work with uh who her husband had a stroke and he was hospitalized in a, and then he was placed into mm-hmm. a, a care clinic then she had a stroke three months later and when and she still had like six years from retirement but she still came into work she couldn't use her left half the left side of her body but she still came into work she could use to use her right hand and she's like i'm gonna use this mouse i did all the like the paperwork part of the job and she handled the mouse and she used to tell me and it, it po- most positive woman i've ever met in my life and it, I, I, and I blocked. I think I blocked her out. And I, and I used to not when I was younger. I used to not, but I blocked her out at some point. And and, it, and I thought about her the other day because she used to tell me. She's like, no matter how hard your day is, as long as you're six feet above ground, it's a good damn day. <laughs> and I started telling myself that again because she wasn't wrong. Like, no, like, she's not. It's like you're not dead. It's not as bad as it could be. Yes. Yeah. And we only have so much, you know, we have finite time on this little blue marble in the speck of a universe that we're in. And I want to try to spend... Indeed, we do. Extremely finite. And I want to spend as much time as I can, as possible, happy and surrounding myself with, you know, amazing people. Yeah. Make the fucking most of it. Yeah. No. Most of it. Wow. What is the English language? <laughs> Make the fucking most of it. No questions asked. Now, do you going back on the like with like, right, with yes. your relationships and, and 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 going to people? Do you feel that there's ever been a moment where like have you like like for me, mine was recently, like within the last few months, like. Have you ever, like, it's a question I've asked a few people because it's something I talk, I'm going, like, just so people know, I don't record these in order, so, uh, I I will be talking about it on my episode, uh, is that the, the concept of, like, going back and trying to make amends with people, I would if I could, but with, honestly, most of these people that I've hurt this badly, they've completely cut me out of their lives, and quite frankly, I don't blame them for doing that, for, you know, what I was like and who I was at the time. So, a lot of the time, it's out of the realm of possibility, but like I said, I'm trying to, you know, have a healthier relationship with my mother. I made up with my last ex. We're still good friends. So in some cases, I, you know, I do like to make amends if possible, but in my particular situation, that's not really an option for the majority of the time, which is unfortunate, but like, I get it. Yeah. I think if I, you know, if I'd done, if I'd spoken to people like that, I wouldn't want me back in my life either. Yeah. I I get that. <laughs> I think that's yeah. gonna, that's going to be like the hardest, <laughs> kind of the hardest bullet to bite. So like, and it's it maybe not like I, I. There are some fuck ups that you cannot fix. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know the my, you know it's 
my thought process is all I can do is give it a shot. You know, all I can do is lay the cards on the table and say, listen, was that person me in physical form? Yes. In mental form? Not at all. Do I believe that the person you're talking to right now is much more stable and in a better place? Yes. Um, And that's the person I would want you to get to know. Um, and that's all I can really say, to the, you know, to these people. And, and I, am I going to go back like 10 years and find people? No, nah, I'm not going to like try to dig that far back. They've, you know, they've, I've made my bed. I, I you know. Yeah, this it. isn't my name is Earl or anything. Yeah, like I, yeah, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to do like my 99. <laughs> my 99 yeah, God, no, me <laughs> neither. Uh, but, you know, if it was recent, I would say within the last few months, six, seven months, I probably could reach out to those people and say, hey, listen, like, I am truly sorry. I, and 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 see and just see if I can make amends for those things and yeah all you can do is try you know you know it's just and like, if they're unwilling or can't come to the table for the sake of their own well-being then I, you I, did try I did and you try. did sincerely try yeah and I think that that's like even with like my dad um, I've, I had a friend say you know, admit he's they that he he would like to seeing that it worked for me and my father that he's like maybe there's hope for him and his parents and it it would be amazing to see that even if i inspired one person maybe even like through the show but even just outside of just having a chat to to go out there and attempt to make that connection like you're, you're working on your relationship with your mother i'm working on my relationship with my father and are, are they, you know, for me, it's like, I, I, I didn't want you and I have both said it. Like we don't want to hurt people anymore. And we realize that like that stems from our parents and it sucks so much. Oh my God. It absolutely sucks. Like my mother is still, well, not exactly the most <laughs> popular member of the family, but she's trying, you know, so I will give her credit for that, for, yeah. you know, doing the same things I am and trying to be better yeah and my like my dad like my stepmom is a wonder and made my dad go get therapy not only to save their marriage and it was a fresh marriage like they were only married two years but also to to help him and you know i i lost really touch with my like if you see my text with my dad over the years like it was like happy new year happy new year and then months without something and like the next major holiday or like hey happy birthday son thanks that hey happy father like that was it like i'd give him the least amount of effort the least amount of effort and but at the same time and like but and then on the flip side i was giving putting the most amount of effort to making sure that nobody came into my life. And there was a solid few years where I filled myself with just doing podcasting and doing other stuff like that to have connections with people, but at such an arm's length that I could remove myself from it at any time. Um, and yeah, you weren't inextricably linked interpersonally. Nope. And it was, a, it was a defense mechanism. Oh, it sure was. It sure yeah, was. I get it. And even like like even though like my first podcast was like Evercast, Maelstrom Radio came along and and Shin said yes, and I adore Shin like but Shin and I almost were like oh too kind of I don't want to say broken but too not well adjusted peas in a pod, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it almost seemed like I could lean on him 
and but uh, you know we I fought with him and and he's put up with my bullshit many a times and and more so I think than anybody should have. Um, but I I, I know that feeling. Yeah, I, I give him so so much credit because he's always been and I told him this last night in our four hour conversation that he's always been the person that needed to tell me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. And he even said, he's like, I've never been tactful. It's like, he's like, and I, <laughs> and honestly, I, I, I need that. Like I need just honesty. I just needed someone to always be honest with me, regardless if it was going to be. Sometimes you just need somebody to tell you that you're being a fucking asshole and you need mm-hmm. to stop. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's just me. No, I, I need that. I need that. Yeah. Me. Well, me too. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I I adore him. Like I have such a brotherly love for him. Like I and I tell him, like I like one of the few people that I say like, and he, I, honestly, he was probably one of the first people that I realized like I want to keep in my life because I love him like a brother, and I want to have that like brotherly relationship with him. It's not even just like he's my co-host and he's my best friend and he's my business partner. He's he's more than that. He's he's the guy at my sounding board a lot of the times, and he's there. He always picked up the flag if i had a shit weekend or month or whatever he would pick up the flag and make sure he was handling all the shit for the show and like it was never quite like he never even asked the question or said hey i can't do it he would just do it he would take over like running the fc and he would do so much and and it was never he never miss a beat never miss a beat (laughs) and honestly he sounds like a really great guy and i'm really glad that you two have that kind of relationship I am extremely lucky. <laughs> I'm extremely lucky. Um, and still to this day, like even like with my f- other friend, he's he's telling me he's like, he's like, you've done a lot of work. And for me, he's like, we haven't talked in two months, so some of the changes I see right away. For them, they talk to you every single day, so they may not see those changes. He's like, only time can tell. But he's like, you're making them. He's like, it is visible. Like your your tone has changed. You're, you know, you're you're not really snapping at like you don't sound as aggressive in your tone. You're like you sound you 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 seem to be coming to conversations with much more caring and openness than prior. Like it, like and he's like and which is how I was on my show, which is an interesting thing for me I guess because it's how I presented Flattis as like the showman and I said I, I want you know there's both sides to Flattis like there was the the asshole jokester and then like the person who started changing and say hey let's talk to people in Final Fan- the Final Fantasy 14 community about the, the cool shit they're doing he's like you he's like essentially he's like you, you're that person and he's like if you're that person all the time he's like people would love you he's like because He's like, how can you not? He's like, you made people feel comfortable, and they talked about everything. He's like, you. Ha- he's like, when we did the LGBTQ plus episode, he's like, you nailed it. Like, you asked great questions. They they felt. He's like, you made interviews feel like people knew you for years, and they were just at a bar having conversation. He's like, I still don't know how you do it, but you do it so well. You got a gift, man. <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you. <laughs> um. And it's, it's, 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be stepping back from that name and accepting who I am as a person. And, and, and I know, I, th- I think part of it is, I think you are as well, um, is starting to step into who you really are because neither of us are really bad. We, we did bad things, yes. I don't think we're bad people. So, I mean, I could be wrong. No, but <laughs> it's difficult to believe that I'm not some days, but you know, I'm probably not inherently terrible. And you definitely aren't. So, I mean, we've made, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's just, it's a lot of work, but it's all. It is. Yeah. Do you, do you feel going forward? Like, and and maybe you're like me, like I've been single for a very long time out of, out of choice. A lot of it was out of choice. Um, like I've been single now for, I want to say going on like eight, nine years. Like it's been a while. And not saying I'm like ready to jump back in that old, old fish in the sea game, but I, I found that it was easier for me to not hurt somebody and then also keep myself away from people. Do you feel the same? Like, I don't know your romantic situation, but do you? Also I do. Care? Yeah. I've been single for about four or five years at this point. Yeah. Uh, partially because I was trying to pick my life back up together from the absolute shit fest it had become and that I had let it become. And part of it was. Oh God, I'm really not that desirable. And also in the past, I've proven to be kind of a terrible partner. So maybe this is not something I should be doing right now. Yeah. So, you know, dipping my feet back in, or the concept of that has been really intimidating. It ha- like it is, it's super intimidating. And like, I don't want to get like, like super deep into like my friend and what was going on, but I may have used dipping my feet back in as a mechanism to eject her out of my life. And that sucks. Because <laughs> I'm like, that is... I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Yeah. And and I was like... I just, and at the end of the day, when I like came to my realization and I got my help, I was like, I just wanted a friend. And I may not have that. And that bites so much. Because, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, companionship is a lovely thing. Especially when you... You can't do it alone. Yeah. And it sucks not not being able to like have. I mean, I, it can it happen again? Absolutely. Can it be somebody different? Absolutely. Like I'm not I'm not trying to put all my eggs in one basket. Uh, it's it's just when you see somebody that made some so much of an effort and put up with so much of your bullshit for so long, I'm I'm like it's like how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's pretty wild. It's wild times. And, uh, you know, I took a break from the game and I came back. And now, you know, and I'm back and it's, oh, I think, weird for them. And uh, they mentioned there was, like, tension and stuff. And then, like, they've always told me, like, well, you know, I, I get over things. It's water under the bridge. You know, we'll, we'll still be friends. But I think the fact that there's tension and weirdness that there is... I don't, I don't care how... There is strain there. Yeah, th- I don't care how strong a person is or says says there is. Like, if you if you hurt somebody, you hurt somebody. And they can hide it well, but they can't hide it that well. No, uh, it stays. Yeah, and it, and they and it's kind of like... They, they always kind of have you that picture of you in, in, in their head. Like, this could change. Like, he, he says he's this. But how do I know? Is he... You know, how do I know that they've changed? How do I... How do, how do they prove it? How do I know... 
that they're not going to rip my head off yeah on the wrong day yep yeah it it took about two years for me and my ex to start to be on speaking terms again so yeah yeah i get you (laughs) (laughs) keep hope alive (laughs) no no i mean she's very happy with her current partners and i'm happy for her that's good but it it took a while yeah yeah, and I'm 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 extremely happy that you could, you know. I I used to. It's so weird. I used to think, and you know, throw throw my hat in the quote book, I guess. But like, I used to think, you know, may may the bridges I burn light the path, or whatever the case is. And like, that is the wrong way to think. Like, do not burn. Absolutely. Like it's like fuck all of you. I don't need you. I'll burn this bridge. I'll burn that bridge. I'll burn all the fucking bridges in the state. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not healthy at all. Yeah. Not for you. Not for anybody else. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so funny because you and I, when we first kind of like were introduced to each other, you know, I I think I was pretty much on a. I don't know what state I was in mentally, but I I knew I was like. I instantly was drawn to you as a person and I was like like Arsene and I like there's something here like and it's a weird like like I I connect with this person and then like it's like I get you man yeah (laughs) yeah it's like like Arsene's the type of person I just want to like chill with and like like not even like I'm not a big fan of the beach but like just just hang out someplace like woods I don't know a tree some a tree stump someplace and just be like dude I don't fucking like the beach either so oh, yeah we're sounds seeing, great yeah. <laughs> and uh listen to Colorado just sit in the bar somewhere yeah I mean yeah. I've never been to Colorado there's an excuse to visit there you go yeah um so it is a uh you know, it's 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 so weird that like and now having this talk, it's more of that connection now. It's like, well, it goes deeper than like both, you know, Florida, Guar, like the little things were like, yeah, oh, yeah that's it's cool. like, fuck, why don't I talk to you more often? Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, and by the way, I'm probably going to make that a thing. We are going to talk more often. <laughs> so, no, dude, I'm totally fine with that. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking recluse at the moment due to work. So, please bother yeah. me. No problem. I will do that. Um, so, you know, it's it's been a wild trip. Now, is there any at any point in time? Is at any point in time? And I, I think I think maybe the listeners may want to know this from both, maybe even both of us. Like, has there been any point in time where? through the years where you tried to get help and then stepped away from it like like you've attempted to go to therapy or attempted to go get the help you needed and then went for like a little bit and then stopped yes yeah uh, going into college actually like I got into a good school I was doing well I'm like I don't need my meds I don't need my therapy I'm in a great place I can totally handle this yeah spoilers fucking textbook I could not handle it I had a full-on nervous breakdown and dropped out at the end of freshman year because I was failing out of everything and also a depressed mess. Yeah, have you gone back to college? <sighs> and since? then I just, I bummed around my parents' house for two months in my pajamas because I could barely get out of bed. And You're... I was like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm three, yeah. cre- three credits away from my AA. <laughs> three, oh, congrats. Three, no, well, that's when I left school. <laughs> I've not been back. So it's, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I got nowhere near graduating, so. So there, there. So impressive to me. There are people, there are people who are a little salty. <laughs> yeah, the the Brandeis German department does not miss me. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know now I've I've even talked to like Shin about. Like and, and, and I'll touch on my like I I've gone like I've gone to therapy a few times in my life, and I, I and it could have just been like I just didn't have the right therapist or whatever the case is, and I, I honestly I think that's part of it as well. Like you, you really, do really need to find somebody that you can work with that you click with well. Yes, and and my currently yeah. is amazing. Like she's super intelligent. Like she she her therapy's great like she she's also no like cool spiritual stuff that like even though i may not be in i i'm aware of like i've I've read about it i've learned about it myself like like it's been a running thing in each episode like i I bring up the the bardos tibetan book of the dead because it relate it like related so much to me and i think honestly if i explain it to you it'll relate to you as well um, Bardos, I mean, if you if you're feeling up for it, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Bardos and Bardos, when you pass on, right, in the Tibetan book, you you and you mm-hmm. get a guide, and that guide takes you to each like like these moments of your life that had a, a big impact. And if you've gotten past them, you'll go to the next level, and each level is a new big thing. And if and you'll get to a point where like there, I can't remember. There's so many levels, but there there are ones where if you didn't get past that thing, if you couldn't get past it, you'll reincarnate at that point back into a new body but have that same issue and if you have you get a, another chance at it and if you can't do it then you when you pass on you you go through each event and then you go back to that event again and then reincarnate and then you deal with it again so so you keep going and going until you, you can get finally past. can overcome it hopefully yep and it's it's that's pretty cool it interested me because like in tibet like in this culture they thought about people's like in, in a way they 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 included mental health in their religion and 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 probably unknowing i don't know if they did it knowingly or unknowingly whoever wrote the you know tibetan in the book of the dead i don't know if they figured out a way just to like to help people get past their problems or like because when you read that stuff if you're if especially in, in cultures you you hold that dealer and you say all right then i need to if i'm going to have an issue with people or, or doing things like i need to work on myself to get past it so that when i pass on i'm not coming back to deal with it again um so i kind of like took that a little bit and and said to myself like that's not a bad philosophy to have regardless if i believe in reincarnation or not i don't want to have i want to get past my issues so that if whatever you know whatever happens if i pass away, so that i don't have to struggle with it more than i have have to. to yep and I, it's kind of a, for me, it's kind of a cool little, like, I'll take that with me lot, you know, fold it up, put it, put it in my brain and leave it there. Cause I kind of dig it. No, I mean, it's a really interesting concept. I'm not a spiritual person myself, but like, that is really genuinely interesting. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing that like, so if, if I had to tell anybody listening, you know, if you if you're currently going to therapy and you feel like your therapist isn't working for you it's okay to break up with your therapist (laughs) yes if your therapist is not working if it becomes a fucking ordeal please find another do yourself a favor yeah because butting your head against somebody whose therapeutic style is not conducive to your mental health is not going to help you it's not going to help them it's not going to help your wallet Mm -mm. it's not and I, I know about that and wallet, like right? this is from personal experience because I've been in and out of therapy since I was god six seven years old 
Yeah. So good two decades there. Um, yeah, recently when I went back to therapy, she started seeing me twice a week because, and she told me like, that's going to be expensive. You probably, let's just go once a week. And I told her, I looked at her, I'm like, I need, I need to get over this and I'm going to work at it and I want you to work with me. And I, I understand that it's going to be cost costly, but I said, what's important to me right now is me getting better and becoming better. And she said, okay. She's like, if that's what you want, I said, I truly want that. And she's been super, super kind and super patient. And I've had, you know, like she's across from me, like, like where I live, she's right across the street. But then she'll be like, Hey, listen, I'm going to, I'm not going to be at the office today, but you can come to my house and have a, a, a session at my house. And sure enough, sure enough, showed up at her house, had a session at her house. No questions asked. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. She's super. And she like, she's like, you know, if we didn't have these sessions, I'd still enjoy talking to you as a person. She's like, you're very interesting and very smart. And she's like, I think you have great, great potential. And she's like, I'm, and, and she, she went after my, you know, like I said, after my dad, she said, you know, she's like, I'm so, so proud of you. She's like, because now, now the world opens up and now we can start, you know, pushing you towards the light and, and, and I mean, at the risk of any, of getting too feelsy, like, I'm not even remotely involved in this and I'm fucking proud of you too, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Like, and, and yeah, sorry. That was a little weird, but like, no, I mean, it. no, no, you done I, good. Thank you. No, it's, it's okay. This, you know, this is why these episodes exist. So it can get weird. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, yeah. How do you, um, how do you, if I can ask, how do you start doing these anyway? Um, why, like, why, why did I start the miniseries or? Uh, yes. Yeah. I okay so I was telling my friend like what was going on and she said she said she's like well you know it's it's cool you're doing all this and she's like you know would you ever like she's like when Maelstrom Radio comes back would you tell your story like on the first episode like just to tell your story and it kind of it kind of like became a thought in my head it's like I don't we like we've talked about mental health on the show before we never shied away from it but then I thought about what if I shared my story and then asked if others wanted to share their stories as well. And there and there's a few people I touched base with, uh, like Sarah and Paul Metal from you know Sarah from Phoenix Down Radio and Paul Metal from Moog Around. Oh. And, and I was like, you know, they, they were the first two I, I touched base with. And then Dylan, my producer, Dylan, she she told her and Emmy sat down. Emmy from Musecast sat down, and they and Dylan shared her story with Emmy. So and like so there's this whole whole episode where i have no involvement in, and i have no discussion in. like it's and it's truly just two people who talked like much like you and i and and that story i i haven't even heard yet like i have to edit it and i'm gonna listen to it and i'm excited wow. because that's a whole different aspect and that's one episode where i, I had no involvement so for me this has been cathartic very humbling um like when i posted it in the other discord we were in like i i was staggered that you and 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 wanderer stepped up and said hey listen if you need more people by all means and it went from being like a three episode thing to now it's a seven episode thing and i had glad i could help (laughs) someone someone from balmung who's on my mount farm group was like hey if you need somebody i want to step up and then other people have just stepped in and said hey listen i'm really proud that you're doing this wanderer told me i was an inspiration like and i'm and 
And I, I like, have to agree with him then. <laughs> no, it's, seriously. It, it's, I, I want this. I don't care if three people listen to this. Like I've never cared about our numbers. I, I if three people listen to this and one person out of those three, you want it out there and you want it done. Yeah, and if one person walks away and says, "I'm gonna go get the help I need," and 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 even if they connect with my story, Sarah's story, Paul's story, Wanderer's story, it doesn't matter whose story they connect with. If they walk away and say, "I'm gonna make that phone call," "I'm gonna tell my family," "I I need to go get the help I I need to get," something sparks it. Yes. Yeah. Because the reason why it's called Decade of Darkness is because it's been ten years. And a little, it's been over a little, but it, it, you know, I'm not gonna like do math in a title, so I just named it Death yeah, and Darkness. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't. Decades, want, my case, but yeah. yeah. And I, I never want anybody to. I would never want anybody to have to sit down for ten years or more, and and deal what what you and I had to deal with because. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. No. It, it's hard. Yeah. I, I, like not even on my enemy. Like I don't even have any enemies, but if I did, I wouldn't wish it on me either. <laughs> so. Yeah. Same. It's like, there are just some things you don't inflict on people or even want to inflict on people because they're just so fucking awful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They truly, truly are. They truly, truly Definitely. are. All right. Well, we're we're coming up on the that time where it's. I try to try to keep these around that that forty five minute mark. So, is there anything else mm-hmm. you want to add before we get out of here? Um, just that in the event that anybody listens to this and realizes, oh shit, I'm not completely broken. There's something legitimately here that I might have to deal with. That you know we've helped put a face on somebody's struggles that they haven't identified yet or haven't been aware that they're there I, I don't know um if that happens i'm glad that we helped with it that i could also contribute to that because like there have been times when i definitely needed a wake-up call that i was not just an asshole and that there was something there i don't know i can't really think of anything else to say about that just you know if we help somebody if we help somebody i'll consider that a huge fucking success yeah. Yeah. Arsene, I want so, to thank you. Really I, I, I honestly, I really no, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, it's, you know, and I'm, I'm glad to see that you're, you're pushing forward and I'm, you know, it's all these I'm stories. glad to see that you're doing the same. Thank you. Um, I, of course. do you, I, I mean, I, you're not, I know you're not a content creator, but do you have a, you want to plug anything? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I haven't written a goddamn thing in years, so I have nothing to plug, but all right, just, you know, thank you for letting me be here. Of course. Of course, you can find us at maelstromradio.com. Uh, you can email us at show at maelstromradio.com. If you want to chat with us, send us an email. And also our DMs are open on Twitter at maelstrom underscore radio. Don't shy away. If you need someone to, as a sounding board, please reach out to us. We, were, we, we will talk to you. You know, we will help you you know any way that we can we're not professionals but if you need to find resources we can help you out with that um please so. do they will yeah you're not irredeemable please just reach out to somebody if you need it yeah thank you all and have a good one bye bye
Thank you for listening to Here With Me. Please stay tuned for more episodes in the series.